0: All right, welcome to Black Wednesday and it's the Fantasy for Manly Men podcast. I'm sitting here live from uh, good old Urbandale, Iowa. Uh, This is Ben Miller with my fellow co-host peter higgins hey pete
1: hi ben how are you
0: i am great and i hear today is one of the happiest of days it's a very special lady's birthday today whose birthday is it today peter oh.
1: it's my mom's birthday november oh. 22nd shout Hello. out to
0: heidi. hi heidi we hope that i heard that you might be listening so uh well welcome to the podcast and hopefully you find something entertaining here uh please try to dissuade it. Yes, uh, it's probably not a good idea. You probably heard the best of the podcast right now, so go ahead and turn it off and uh, enjoy the rest of your day.
1: The best of the podcast is the theme song.
0: That's really <laughs> yeah, to listen to. Uh, it, it is amazing, and uh, thanks for Willie. And I'm thankful for Willie and his podcasting uh, theme song abilities. And uh, just excited to be talking about fantasy football again. We took a week off uh, to regroup and yeah,
1: and figure kind of
2: ourselves and
1: see where we wanted to go, and we we'll probably won't really change it up in any wild direction because, frankly, I'm just too lazy to, and I think, yeah. Ben, you kind of are too, so yeah. <laughs> we're probably just going to mostly do the same thing for Sean and Vaughn, our our listeners.
0: Uh, yeah, we, we know she, Vaughn really likes those long, drawn-out podcasts for his trips back and forth from Marshalltown to Des Moines, so... Uh, maybe he'll just play it on repeat and uh, can get his fill. Is that a far drive? That can't
1: be a far drive.
0: Uh, it's like 40 minutes. Oh.
1: Oh, well. That's not really that far. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we can just talk about stuff and things and football and not uh, get into the nitty-gritty of fantasy because then we just kind of mumble over ideas that pop into our heads because we do literally no prep work for this. Um, and uh, I don't know. That's kind of how it goes.
0: Yeah, uh, and maybe even a couple of special guests. Uh, might have a uh, famous uh, Chicago commentator, Bob Dabrowski, jump in and you know, whoever else we can dig up around here.
1: Yeah, we'll see if we can book him. Maybe. Um, why do they call it Black Wednesday and Black Friday? Why did we do we just run out of... Colors or what I've never liked Black Wednesday either. I just don't understand the point of getting shit faced before Thanksgiving. Like, why not do that? On
0: yeah, I think people do it because they like uh, you, they get back to their hometowns and see people they hadn't seen before and do a big high school thing and everybody gets shit faced. Uh, I don't know. I enjoy more sitting at home and having a few drinks and. Uh, just kind of making sure my belly is ready for tomorrow because that is my favorite. It is my favorite holiday. It is the best holiday, and I have lots to be thankful for.
1: You would say Thanksgiving's the best. I, it's up there. I I, I like the. Favorite, but I, I there, do really there's
0: like. Low it. There's low demands on everybody. You don't have to. I mean, it's fun giving presents. I love doing that for Christmas. I love that aspect of it. But it, it's really kind of the one holiday where uh, it's just all about the food and the, the family and, and friends and, and football. And what more could you ask for? Uh, maybe a little fantasy. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Football Hope. is kind of the culture there for Thanksgiving because otherwise, I don't know, Fourth of July is up there too for me. Oh. Fireworks, it, fireworks. Football, which is an okay substitute for football.
0: Yeah, that's a good F- substitute. Explosions there. in the
1: sky instead of on the turf. You know what I mean, Ben?
0: Yeah. And you know what I like to call fireworks? I call them f bombs. F bomb, nom bombs. Nom bombs. Oh, I'm back in Des Moines, and I can feel the nom, the nomness coming, and it, it's close. Uh, his yeah. aura just, uh, just kind of is like a blanket over this town. Uh, really bright storm up. of brewing. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, not for him though in the the fantasy league, and uh, well, we can we can tie it back to that for just a minute, and sure. Talk about it. Talk about where what the league, the state of affairs is in the league right now. Um,
1: it's a wild wow. and unpredictable, insane league we have.
0: Yeah, somehow Brett Miller has just taken command of the league. Uh, he is in sole, sole place, uh, sole leader in first place there uh, with a wow. seven and four record. So uh, quite slow impressive. down on taking
1: command of the league. I mean, he's got three really lucky wins in a row. No, not not so lucky. Three pretty solid wins in a row. But he's still down there in points, and he's got the record, but that can change pretty quickly because it's only a one-game lead.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: surprisingly, Pete, you used to be the point leader, but you are in second place, nestled there nicely in second. But our point leader is uh, Matt McBroom, really coming on strong, uh, maybe here towards the end. He could be pushing pretty hard towards the playoffs. If he gets that record up there, uh, he definitely has the points yeah. to get him in there. He all ties broken to the point leader.
1: Broom is a hero in many ways, and fantasy football point leading is just one of them. He's actually been leading for a few weeks in points. Uh, I remember a couple weeks ago when he was playing Brett, I made the observation that um, Brett was in. I think Brett was in first place at that time and was in, la- in last place in points. And Broom was in last place in the rapid standings, but in first place in points. <laughs> uh, so Broom has had a lot of points for a long time. He's just uh, gotten really unlucky with his points against. Let's see. He's got to be no, yeah, more he's points like right middle of the pack in points against. I oh, don't know. It's kind of up, up towards the top, but he's not leading.
0: Well, and then uh, rounding out the rest of us, we got uh, Brett in first, you in second. Uh, We got Ryan Howard uh, in third, leading the Iowa division, which he should be uh, exiled from since he no longer lives in Iowa. And oh no, somebody just crept in this podcast. It's uh, well, announce yourself, fellow podcaster.
1: Hello,
2: world. Oh, Oh. it's
1: Sean Carr. Uh oh. Uh, Hi, Peter. Sean Carr. Hi, Sean. We were just about Sean. to talk about you.
0: Yeah, we were talking about the leaders in the league, and now we can talk about the losers in the league. Sean, tell us what happened last How's week. How's
2: your shithouse? Dude, it, I mean, this should be the, the quintessential picture of a dumpster fire. Current, current <laughs> look at Sean Carr's team. It's um, pretty bad. Pretty bleak for Sabrecito.
0: Not <laughs> only did you not break 100, you also lost by more points than you scored.
2: Yeah.
1: So, significantly. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, like, the last three weeks, I mean, it wasn't even just bye weeks It was some injuries. It was, I don't, like, my, my team is shit. It's gone. You haven't cracked 80 in the last two weeks. <laughs> I know. It's, I mean, it, not all, it's, aside from not starting Kenny Stills, which I think is a defensible, you know, play, like, I, I there's just been zero production, and I never thought that Aaron Rodgers going down would be like so detrimental to to my number one pick, which is Jordy. Um, which is also hey, he's been garbage. What? I mean, he
1: Jordy Nelson has been just garbage. Just awful. He just
0: has, he no, it's not him. He doesn't have any targets. He's just right. not. I mean, it's Hundley, and it's the Packer I, offense, the enemic uh, Packer offense right now.
1: I don't think there's ever been a. Not that I can remember a, a receiver so impacted by his quarterback. Because, I mean, Devonta Adams still puts up numbers. It's just Nelson just does jack shit when Rodgers goes out. And it's been that way in the past.
0: I think uh, Hopkins was pretty, you know, when he was down in Texas, he was always supposed to be, or he still is. But he, without Deshaun Watson, Hopkins hadn't been performing with those shit quarterbacks that Texans have had. So
1: yes, that he might has. be comparable he didn't he didn't so much uh, last year but look at his numbers before that with garbage quarterbacks he's always put up numbers and and he's been since watson's gone out he's been awesome
2: yeah, yeah. well all, all of my quarterbacks have gotten hurt i i almost started um peterman <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Oh, like I pick him really
2: up? Cool. I was like, you know, I've got nothing to lose at this point, but I would have actually lost five points if I started him. Yeah,
0: you had five I, interceptions.
2: And then after dropping Tyrod Taylor, I had to I like re- desperately needed quarterback because Cutler got hurt, and I had to pay another twenty five bucks of my my fab budget you, just you, to reacquire you, Tyrod Taylor, <laughs> just to get uh, him back. Yeah, no, you,
0: I mean you're the only one who bid for him, so that's that's pretty awesome I mean, that you spent twenty five on him, but. Well,
2: I mean, I, I couldn't risk it. I, if Cutler doesn't look like no. he's going to play this week and I'm not, and Jameis is still out, and Tyrod, they haven't made a decision on Tyrod yet. So That would be insane if they don't, like, how could they
1: not go with, how could they stick with Nathan Peterman after five interceptions? That would right. be just the, the biggest alpha move by, uh, what is it, Sean McDermott? Is that the yeah, coach Mc... up there? Yeah, that's McDermott. I always want to say Doug McDermott. Um, but no, that's a basketball player. I always get uh, McDermott and Doug Peterson confused. But anyway, like, uh, well, like, how do you go into the locker room and be like, yeah, I know the guy threw five picks last week, but we're going to give him a shot still over the guy that everyone else in this locker room likes.
2: And so he has been that bad. Like,
1: no, he's been good. No, he really has They've been so Sean, they in the uh brand.
0: You and, uh, you and uh, Travis look like you might be duking it out for last place
1: there.
2: I, who knows you know I've got I, we'll we'll see what happens. This, Sean this, was in
1: first for the uh,
2: majority for of the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but after failing to crack 80 over the last 2 weeks it has You're now the
1: you're, the, you're in the point seller.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's which is bad. That's yeah. that's not <laughs> that. cuz uh, I
1: I think this probably will come down to points um for first and last place. Uh, it's hard to see Travis just uh his team's still pretty solid and he's got hundred and twenty more points than Sean. Um and it's just hard to see I don't know. I think I just think that the it's the points are gonna determine the winner and the slave this year because the records are also close that you know no one has run away with either.
2: Ugh. Yeah, Sean left.
0: Sean, you gotta, you gotta be cheering for me. I play Travis back Three. to back in the next two weeks, so
2: oh, all all about liquid hot maga.
0: Uh it's so hot right now. Ah, uh, and it, it really is. Uh, my team is. I'm just really feeling it coming on strong. Yeah, so, Pete, thank to- you for thank you for Tom Brady. I, hey, these trades. I'm I don't want to toot my own horn, but I've I've moved the right guys at the right time. And uh you know, Cameron Brayton can't, uh, not looking so hot right now with Jameis Winston out. Uh Stephon Diggs didn't really perform compared to what I got out of them. So sorry, Pete, but I knew I needed to move him.
1: Yeah, that's all right. Uh what do you mean you knew you needed to move Stephon Diggs?
0: Oh I got you... I got my other uh, wide receivers. And thankfully I know I was I was really regretting uh not having Antonio Brown after Thursday night, but hey, LaShawn McCoy was the number one running back this week. So at least I had that going for me.
1: I guess so. But those three touchdowns would have been really nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh man, it could've been worse. I could have had, you know, Ezekiel Elliott not have him for the rest of the season. So
1: Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I was aggressively trying to get him from uh, Vaughn, but Vaughn was just holding out for like ridiculous offers, and I was like, "Dude, where where your team isn't going anywhere, sell off Zeke at, at, before he's like officially announced that he's not going to play these six games." And so now is, I mean, I don't know, his value is obviously way down. You're if you if I might still try and trade for him, but I'm not going to give Vaughn anything near what I would have before. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, he's he's done for the season, so.
1: No. You can get him back. You'd get him back in the, I think, the fantasy championship. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well. But, but, I mean, like, what are you going to get? <laughs> like, I don't, I'd give up maybe, like, a fifth or sixth round pick. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. You know, what? not even that, like that's, it's such a risk for one game and you don't even know what the Cowboys are going to be doing. They might just say, shut it down if they're out of the playoffs. Hard to say.
0: Yeah. So uh, this is our last week of trades. You guys, uh, who are you trying to move? Uh, Pete sounds like you're trying to get Zeke. Anybody uh, trying to trade anybody?
1: Um, I'm pretty solid with my starters, I think. I don't know. I've got a, I've got a really solid starting lineup. And decent, decent bench. But right now is when you don't really need that depth. The buys are all done, and you just got to hope that your guys stay healthy. You can't really yeah. plan around injuries.
0: Now you can try to pick up some handcuffs, and that's about it. Yeah. Which, which... <laughs> Sean is giving the signal. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, someone was popping in my office. I gotta. I
0: gotta, I gotta run. Sean gives him the, the shake of the head, and the, I've got a dip in, and I'm on the phone.
2: I don't have a dip <laughs> in. I was saying uh, well, Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Yeah, well, happy good Happy Thanksgiving, have
1: you Sean. Too. Thanks for uh, tuning in just to talk
2: about how bad you suck. Yeah, yeah I mean, thank you. You're I, good you. I, I, it's, it's really good fodder for conversation how terrible I've been. So, yeah. Everyone likes when Sean Carr sucks. I'll redeem myself Um, this week. Oh, one last thing. Can you explain what the concussion protocol is? No, in the real life, no. I can't explain that. Okay.
1: I don't think I don't think anyone can explain that. All right. You go around. Once they
2: return to the sideline, and you follow a doctor's finger back and forth. Yeah. Well, Devontae Freeman was out last week uh, because of concussion protocol, and it still remains in concussion protocol. I don't know what that means.
0: Once they resume practicing then that's a good sign that they'll play but if they're not allowed to practice then they are that means they're showing still showing signs of being concussed.
2: Well what like uh, when are they allowed to practice? When they stop showing once concussions.
0: yeah once they've been cleared by the inder- independent neurologist to say that they're no longer like they do cognitive testing to uh, make okay. sure to see if yeah.
2: Ugh. All right. Well <laughs> There's one more
0: reason why my team sucks. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, I'm going uh, maybe I'll throw you a trade offer here, Sean. Maybe you can redeem your, your season for next year, and let see what we can work out.
2: Rather die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, I'm bye. thankful for Sean's bleak attitude towards
2: life.
0: <laughs> bye. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, that was nice, and I'm glad to get the echoes out of the chamber here. Now Sean's uh, office has been dropped off the line. Finally. Oh man! So, uh, well, nice little recap of uh, what's going on here. Just to throw it out there, though, too. Although Pete and uh, Howard and I are all in playoff contention right now, there are uh, another team, Mother Boy XXX, who's six and five, and and everybody else is at five and six. So those teams are still in it um, as we So at four and them. seven.
1: I mean, honestly, yeah, anyone. Yeah, I think.
0: I looked up some stats and that uh, I think he has like a five percent chance of making the playoffs as it is. Um,
1: How? What we'll stats?
0: See. I I can't reveal my sources, uh, but you know, the best. Arbitrary number. <laughs> I I have the best sources, the best. The very best. The very best. Nobody, I tell you, nobody, nobody has
1: sources like me. <laughs> uh, nice try to slip in a little. Trump impression. <laughs> I, I, I've,
0: I've had it and uh, it's just not ready to go live. It's it's It takes a little warming up to get to first, but uh, that's that's enough of that. Um, so Pete, I, I want to get, uh, let's do a little recap of the football that happened last week. I brought up uh, LaShawn McCoy having a great game. Antonio Brown was awesome to watch on Thursday night. Uh, unfortunately, Marcus Mariota and the, the Titans didn't show up, but uh, what is going on in the NFC North right now, and why are Detroit and Minnesota so good? And, um, well, and I, I also want to know, um, what, what are Bob Dabrowski's thoughts on the way that that,
1: that Detroit game ended? Well, Ben, you know, it's hard, it's, hard to, it's hard to ever trust a kicker. You don't like them. You wish that they wouldn't take the field. You wish that they weren't on your fantasy team, I tell you that much. You know, I, if I were running a fantasy league, I would uh, abolish kickers entirely. But you do what you do, and you get what you get. And you get missed field goals when you get guys that play like Connor Barf. But he's not here anymore. He's gone to a great place beyond the sky where the kickers go to die. And uh, we got some, some Cairo Santos Egyptian guy in here now who I'm sure is going to channel his inner mummy and be able to just kick footballs through the roof. If there were a roof, it'd probably go right up into heaven from Soldier Field. But... Yeah, what are you going to do? You, you Detroit's not a good team. The Bears could have beat them. Bears could have beaten the Vikings on Monday night. Mitchie T's first start, the pretty boy assassin, could have taken a bullet right to the head of a Viking, but he didn't. And, uh, you know, it's just a learning experience for the little kid, and he's going to come back next year stronger and handsomer than ever.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh- So, Bob, that's very insightful. Um, What are your thoughts on uh, Adam Shaheen? Is he the next baby Gronk to emerge? Or uh, what's going on there with that Trubisky-Shaheen
1: connection? That's just a a buddy and romance that's going to be blooming for years and generations to come. It's the grizzly giant, Adam Shaheen. He's not the baby Gronk. He's grizzly giant. He's the one of a kind, first of his kind. They don't breed him like that. Uh, Wherever Gronk is from Arizona, New England. I don't remember where he's from originally. But Shaheen, he comes from uh, the heartbed of America, Ohio, which is a trash, garbage state. But it's still right in the middle. It's close enough to uh, Chicago that it's got a little bit of Chicago roots. You know, maybe there, there's like a big suburb of Chicago. I think it's called Cleveland out there. And uh, the, the thing about Shaheen is that he's unstoppable. The only thing that can stop him is Dahl Loggins and John Foxy being afraid to play the kids early. And now he's just blooming. He's blossoming into his own young man. And... Uh, they're not going to be able to stop the Grizzly Giant. The NFL is going to be a stream of uphill salmon, and Adam Grizzly Giant Shaheen is just going to be picking and eating and feasting on burritos and salmon for the rest of his life.
0: Wow, <laughs> oh, wow, that's that's some great insight. And, uh, that's not oh insight. God, got, that's got, just a got, fact. <laughs> we got another question here. So uh, I've got a, uh, somebody butting in here. This is this is Jasper. He's my dog. And uh, well, that's you a know, dog. he's really interesting. He's, he's interested in football, but he doesn't know much about it. And he "What do you what do you want to ask, Jasper?" Oh well, uh, uh, I heard I heard that uh, John Fox doesn't like doesn't like rookies. What? Well, I like I like the word rookie. It
2: sounds like wookie, and I, I kind of look like a wookie. Uh, why why doesn't John Fox like rookies?
1: I don't know. Maybe he's ageist. He's one of the oldest. Why am I talking to a dog here? He's one of the oldest coaches in the league. Okay, he he doesn't like young people. That's been well documented throughout history, throughout John Fox's career and his life. He doesn't like young people, okay, little dog? What do okay. you know about young people? How old are you?
2: I'm a, I'm a puppy. And,
0: uh, well, uh, uh, would John Fox like me?
1: I don't know. How old are you in dog years?
0: No, oh, uh, this many. One,
2: two, two people years. How many is that?
1: You're 14. You're not allowed to play in the NFL.
2: Oh, well. You should graduate
1: that. high school first, and education is important in a young dog.
0: Uh-huh. I like chasing footballs. Can I do that?
1: Yeah, you can be a ball boy, I guess.
0: Oh, Larry okay. Fitzgerald okay. was
1: one, you got good hands? You got paws. Well, I got paws and well, I, I, don't, an I, don't, I don't have balls. Is that okay? That's okay with me. You got a pussy? My dad.
0: <laughs> no, but I like to chase cats.
1: Oh, well, it's too bad you're uh you don't have balls because they're never gonna drop and your voice is gonna sound like that forever.
2: Oh, okay. Well, oh, oh squirrel,
0: squirrel. Oh, well, and he, he's gone.
2: And yeah, you got uh, a nice dog. Uh, I didn't
0: yeah, know your dog. Dog.
2: Yeah,
0: he does from time to time. He he's got a little bit of a personality, but yeah, man, we took those balls, and that voice is just uh, well, sometimes it's like nails on the chalkboard.
1: I know it's okay. I mean, it just it sounds like a little girl.
2: Yeah. Sounds like well, a girl yeah. trying to
1: be a guy, which is okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, you know. It's uh, it's 2017 no, no. or something.
0: Not that there's anything wrong with it.
1: No, 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 I, you know, we're very progressive here in uh, the steel city of Windy Chicago, yeah.
0: No, oh, it's a steel city, huh? Yeah,
1: it's made of steel and concrete. Ever hear of it? Yeah,
0: oh, those, are, those are good building materials.
1: Yeah, you build a lot of brick and mortar stuff with it.
0: Yeah. well, you know what, Bob, uh, we really appreciate that recap there and uh, maybe we can get your insights in a little bit on uh, what's gonna happen this weekend.
1: What? Sorry, it's Bob went to go deep fry a turkey. Uh, this is meat again.
0: Oh well, uh, that was good. I was just giving him the sound off anyway, so maybe we'll get oh. him back a little bit later.
1: I think he oh. he smelled he smelled the oil starting to pop. He had to get out there. No. Oh.
0: Well, uh, he knows, does know not to just throw a frozen turkey in there, right?
1: Uh, I think he does it his own way. <laughs> what would happen? An explosion. Yeah, uh, something like that. I think he can Google a few videos about that. Ooh. Turkey explosions. I can I I might Google that right now.
0: <laughs> Look up uh, frozen turkey fryer, uh, and yeah, you, you got to thaw the turkey first. Otherwise, you'll have a lot of problems. Uh, that water and oil don't mix, and especially ice.
1: Ah, uh, I see.
0: Uh huh. Well, Peter, uh, you know we got some exciting games. I think actually these these. Uh, Games on Thanksgiving are looking, I don't know, pretty, pretty entertaining. What are you looking forward to?
1: Uh, the first game is going to be a really good NFC North battle. Uh, what are the standings there? I know that the Vikings are obviously in first place, but are the could the Lions? Are the Lions only one game behind them? Uh, no, I got two, it right two
0: here. Two games,
1: but uh, yeah, but I think that they definitely still play each other, and at least once.
0: Yeah, the Vikings are on a six-game winning streak, and Case keenum been playing all those games. So that's
1: uh. That's oh, and uh, the Lions beat the Vikings in Week Four, so they would have the tiebreaker, the tie- for sure, obviously, over the Vikings if they can win on uh, Thanksgiving, and then oh, be- they that would move them to within a game. And let's see, do the Vikings play the rest of the year? Um Vikings got a, Vikings have a pretty tough schedule. They have obviously the Lions and they they're in Atlanta and then in Carolina. Those are three tough games in a row. So if the if the Lions can win then they have a good shot at being in first place in a couple of weeks. So yeah, that's yeah. I mean obviously that game has the most the highest stakes and uh it's kind of a bummer that that one is the eleven o'clock game uh, in Chicago Standard Time, so noon for Travis or eleven thirty. Uh, because I'm actually kind of I'm, I'm, what
0: time are what time are your Thanksgiving meal plans? Because that that's good for me. I like we do a kind of a later afternoon one, and uh, I can watch watch the game and kind of get my drink going, and then you know during the Chargers Cowboys game that can be in the background while we're eating, and then got the. To wrap it up with the Giants and the Redskins at night as a nice little nightcap uh, for my tryptophan.
1: That's not really a good nightcap. That's kind of a shitty game. The Giants. Oh. I mean, I'm sure that they were hoping that was going to be a good game, but oh, the Redskins, I'm excited they for this Thanksgiving
0: because Why? I've got because I've got Orleans Darkwood and I've got uh, well that. What's his name? My cousin. I guess, yeah, fantasy. My cousin fantasy Kirk. Purposes. I got my cousin Kirk playing, and he's been playing fun, and Orleans Arquois has been doing just fine. So, yeah, that's why I'm interested, I guess, for me. Uh, well, in crazy. real life,
1: it's kind of a boring game.
0: Yeah, they're not very good teams. Uh, neither one of them I, gonna...
1: The reason I, I like... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm usually... I don't know. What have we been doing the last few years? We go up to my Uncle Tom's usually, and... uh
0: your uncle Tom's cabin?
1: No, um, his house in Munda might as well be way up north. Uh, but no, I get the I get the joke, but um, <laughs> I don't know. The Lions game is usually when like we're just I'm just hanging out around home, just by myself or with my immediate family, um, kind of just watching. it. I guess it'll be good to be able to really watch that game. That's the game that I most like. Get to watch. Uh, And then usually around that time that game is ending and the next game is starting is when we go to uh, Uncle Tom's or people start to come to our house, depending on where we're doing Thanksgiving that year. And I just, I'd like the Cowboys game to be a good one because that's when I'm like with a lot of family and be like, okay, let's just watch football. And then especially the night game, uh, we usually eat around when does the second game start? It doesn't, it's three thirty.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I thought it started a little earlier because the other the other one's a little earlier. But I guess they milk they really milk these Thanksgiving Day games now. They're like su- little they're many Super Bowls. They have extended halftime shows and they get it all wild for them.
0: Yeah, there's there's four hours in between the start of each game, so they're pretty much slating those. Oh, no, there games.
1: aren't. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant <laughs> start. I thought you meant four hours between one game ending and the next game starting but no yeah you're right between the start times yeah
0: so they're really fill um,
1: those whole slots there
0: and i guess they don't want you know they want to anticipate that if there is an overtime that they're not overlapping games
1: yeah well they're still cutting it kind of close with eh, no, four hours should be plenty of time they should be able to play a football game in four hours but then i really like well the night game kind of we leave usually at halftime if you know we're up up north at Uncle Tom's or something, or my Uncle Brian's. I think we did last year. Uh, so I don't know. I just I usually like the Cowboys game to be the best game, and that game that game should be pretty good too. Cowboys and Chargers, Chargers curb stomp Nate, Nate Peterman, who we talked about a little earlier last week. I don't think they're yeah. to drop fifty four on Dallas.
0: No, but I think the Cowboys are reeling, and they are. Uh, I think the Chargers could definitely walk in and walk out with this game. Be crazy to go into. I'm assuming it's in Dallas, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: Um, Well, yeah, there are definitely playoff implications for both of these games. Um, The Chargers at four and six are still definitely in the playoff hunt because the Ravens are currently at in the sixth spot at five and five, and the Bills are in the seventh at five and five, and the Chargers just annihilated the bills
0: um well and they could still. the chiefs haven't been playing great they they can still catch the chiefs and win
1: yeah i guess so the west who else is out there the raiders the raiders are four and six they could still win the west i guess yeah the broncos are out of it we can i think we can write off the broncos and whatever human form they're putting at quarterback these days (laughs)
0: Uh, I think it's
1: Paxton. Is it finally going to be him? Thank God.
0: Yeah, but uh, it's pretty sad over there. Six games in a row that they've lost.
1: Has it been six? Wow. Yeah, they're three and seven. Wow. Same with the Bears. God, the Bears. What a disappointment. Oh, well. Um, Yeah, but... And the Cowboys are five and five. They're certainly still in the playoff hunt. See Atlanta jumped up above Seattle that was a that was a great Monday night game. Wow, the NFC is just so much better.
0: yeah, I didn't get to watch any of that game unfortunately after I looked at the box score. kind of wish I had, but
1: um yeah they uh the Seahawks came within three in the last uh two minutes, three minutes, and then. Uh, forced a three and out and then drove a little bit. Got to within relative field goal range, but there was absolutely no doubt in my mind that Blair Walsh was going to miss that kick. <laughs> I knew with as much certainty that he was going to miss that kick that I did that uh, Connor Barth was going to miss against the Lions on Sunday. I was just, I was positive of it. There was just yeah. no chance either those guys were making that kick.
0: Yeah, that was rough. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's worse, losing by you know, your kicker being a chump or uh, just not scoring any points at home
1: like the Packers did. Yeah, probably not scoring any points at home is worse. Yeah, oh, I don't know. That's... But don't know. it's good that it happened to the Packers because who wants to see the Packers score anything?
0: Oh, we all yeah. do. We all do. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was
1: fantastic. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I was reminiscing. I was going back two weeks. Anyway, uh, Peter.
1: Should we talk a little more about fantasy, or what do we want to talk about now?
0: I mean, let's look at our fantasy league. Who do you think is making the playoffs this season? We've Me. I mean, I'm. I'm yeah, I think I think he might be able to. I think Brett's pretty much locked in there. Um, you think Brett is? I don't think he's locked in. I think he's... He plays, his, plays it out right. He has uh, a really good team. So I think that he can, as long as he doesn't make any stupid decisions, he should be able to win. And he can pretty much pick up anybody off the waiver wire if there's any hot item ticket. Um,
1: well, he lost Chris Thompson. He lost a starter. Um, I guess he can put in Joe Mixon or Robbie Anderson. No, he needs a running back.
0: So he's no, he's a- he only ha- Oh, Wow. I guess maybe not he's got yeah, he's not putting in John Stewart, never mind, Damian, Damian Williams, I guess, might be
1: did I lose you?
0: nope ben? nope, you got me, yep, I'm here
1: um yeah, he's got I mean Antonio Brown and Mark Ingram. he's really counting on those two guys, but' Doug Baldwin's we, always just, solid too.
0: Can we just still talk about, though, how – I mean, i got to give him a little credit, but I also have to give him shit. He's only spent $25 of his waiver budget. And, Pete, I think you did some research earlier. What did he spend that $25 on?
1: On the Detroit defense, which wasn't a bad <laughs> move. He picked him up a couple weeks ago when they played Cleveland. And uh, even though Detroit was losing that game for a while, obviously Cleveland lost in the end. And it, and it got Brett 20 points. And then he decided to be a trader and kept uh, – Kept Detroit against Chicago last week, and they put up. Although they got that fucking defensive touchdown, that's why they that's why they did well for him.
0: Yeah, it's. uh, And I'm not sure that Brett will spend any more money. He didn't spend it this week, which you thought he might have. You know, with Chris Thompson going down, Um, so he's still got him on his team. But we'll we'll see what moves Brett makes.
1: Yeah, Um, probably not a lot based on. <laughs> History, uh, so my final playoff prediction is going to be me. I think Broom makes it, and Howard, and then I think it's going to come down to you, Brett, and Nauman. I don't. Yeah, like Nauman,
0: Nauman's been scoring a lot of points too. He's has uh, he weeks
1: third in points.
0: Yeah, so he's been doing good. Uh, um, I'm happy I don't have to face him again. I was able to go one and one against him, but uh, with my great point total last week. And I actually, I was thinking, I was looking at some of his stats. I think he's had some of the hardest losses uh, this year, like in terms of he scored, you know, like over 150 points, but still losing. Yeah. Uh, So that's got to be rough. So he could, yeah, come on. uh, Excited for these playoffs and... (laughs) I think it's been about two or three seasons since I've made the playoffs, So, and I lost in the first round. I think that was the only time I made it. So, uh, hoping to get in there this time.
1: Yeah, I mean, we all hope to get in. Um, I think last year was the first time I didn't make the playoffs. And uh, we've got – don't forget that new wrinkle that we have for the – what do they call it? The loser's bracket, Uh, that the winner of the loser bracket – gets to pick his draft spot yes
0: uh, they get to pick the draft spot correct that's the rule they get to pick where they want to be slated
1: and then everyone else gets filled in uh, according to standings
0: yeah not they don't it doesn't go from the then people get to pick their spots it's just from the standings from there
1: right right so that'll so, make the uh, make it interesting for four teams that don't make the playoffs and then the two big time losers are just uh losers which yeah. would be sean carr and Travis
0: yeah uh, I kind of i think we need to have like a slave bowl uh to battle for that as so that way people can't just uh sell off their team at the very end Ooh. uh
1: that could be an know. interesting uh that could that could be a very interesting development i don't know i don't know how the rest of the league would want to do that but have you know the the two people that don't even make the losers bracket have a one week slave bowl playoff and the loser of that has to be the slave
0: yeah so it keeps it interesting and see if, well i guess nobody can trade for anybody at that point but they no. still have to be invested on the waiver wire especially if they have shitty teams they probably need to still pick up people there
1: Yeah, and then you can even if you're, you know, in ninth place, you could try and fight for that uh, eighth place spot so that you don't you don't jeopardize slavery.
0: Do we even think that Travis is paying attention to his teams anymore? I mean, is he just sitting out out on the beach in Miami and you know occasionally checking his his team and adjusting the lineup, but the glare from the sun is just ruining it? So
1: he have you, you you saw Travis last month at Swanee's wedding you know how translucent white that kid is do you think he ever goes to the beach no no. it was unbelievable he was like he's the whitest person in Miami every time even when when I go down there I'm out there a day and I'm, I'm I don't tan but I get more color than he does Brooke too it's like they just it's like they walk around with umbrellas when they're down there
0: Uh, they're like the Miamis of, uh, or the Miamis, the vampires of Miami. By far Uh, the whitest people in the whole, in the whole city. Yeah. They probably only go out at night.
1: And I mean, to be fair, it's mostly Cubans and Canadian tourists and stuff, but, uh, they're still the whitest people there.
0: Yeah. Oh, Travis. No. We'll see. uh,
1: do you want to do a quick run through of this week's matchups and give a lock of the week and just quick winners?
0: Yeah, let's uh, first real quick. Let's talk about uh, last week. Uh, the weekly winner was McBroom for his first time this season winning the weekly uh, payout. He got uh, the wide receiver set with the most total receptions and largely led by Keenan Allen with 12 receptions. Uh, Julio Jones then bringing it up uh, to get him to 17 with just five receptions, but that was enough to have him win. I think the next closest was 15 receptions. There's a few teams with that. So, And then this upcoming week is uh, a really fun one. It's the highest scoring re, uh, running back and wide receiver set. So uh, whoever has the top performing running back and top performing wide
1: receivers uh, will be in the running this week. Can that be two running backs, or it has to be a running back and a wide receiver?
0: It has to be a running back and a wide receiver. So,
1: Okay. Yeah, that'll be a fun
0: one. Yeah. and uh, Then next week is defense with the most turnovers, and then uh, the last week will be the overall season point leader. So defense with the most
1: turnovers. Why don't we just do the highest scoring defense?
0: Uh, because turnovers are more important sometimes than just somebody. Uh, well, and that's the way it's slated. We can change it for next year, but the most turnovers. That's, that's the most fun defense to watch is the one with the most turnovers, not necessarily the one who shut them out. Shut out the Browns
1: yes. to zero points. Well, what if you get turnovers that, two turnovers that result in two defensive touchdowns? That does more for your team. Anyway, fine. I guess we can just change that next year. I think highest scoring defense would be more fun because if you're the highest scoring defense, then your chances are you get a lot of turnovers and sacks. You have Ooh. the your defense has the biggest impact.
0: And and we know it's going to be my Jacksonville Jaguars. They're the overall number nineteen uh player in our league uh
1: point leader this season so yeah they've they've been really good um let's see i think the rams my the rams have to be up there i don't know who else would be up there
0: yeah it, baltimore
1: yeah baltimore's been really good and then the rams are number 3 defense and then detroit good move by Brett
0: oh yeah well, and I got my, my Jags off the waiver wire, and Brett got them the Lions, so it could work out.
1: Yeah, I'm All pretty right. sure I got the Rams off the waiver wire. I think I might have dropped the Jags at one point.
0: Ah, uh, who knows? Yeah, I got them from somebody else. I know that, or that they were dropped. I think somebody had to drop them for a buy, and I picked them up, something like that. Yeah, I think yeah.
1: I did. Uh, All right,
2: let's
0: anyway. uh,
1: Let's go through this, this uh, slate here of fantasy football matchups.
0: Yeah, well, and a not very exciting matchup. It's myself versus GM Jerky Boys. And right now, uh, really got a nice projected point uh, total of 152 points for myself. 20 points higher than GM Jerky Boys. And I'm just hoping my guys show up and hit their floors. And I think I can win this week.
1: I think Travis is going to win.
0: Yeah, well, you're going to make that your lock of the week?
1: No. What's the deal with Calvin Benjamin? I heard he's hurt or something. And I see a little, his box is, uh, orange.
0: I think he's got an ACL issue uh, day to day.
1: Yeah. With a knee issue.
0: So not good for him. Um, and also I, and this was another one of my trade that will Fuller has been questionable, uh, with a rib injury. So sorry, Travis, but thanks. Maybe, maybe the trade will work out for you next year and hopefully he'll come back better with, uh, Deshaun throwing the rock to him again. I wouldn't want to be playing if I didn't have Deshaun playing with me.
1: Who else did you trade in that deal?
0: Uh, Cameron Brake, Cam Newton, and Will Fuller
1: for Uh, Tyreek. Where is Cam? Cam? Oh, he's got Cam Newton. He's got to change that, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, against the Jets or Bortles against Arizona. I don't know. Dude.
1: What? <laughs> Take Cam against the Jets, for sure.
0: Yeah, you gotta hope that he, he'll he show up. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, move on to the next
1: game. Alright. Wait. Oh, the Panthers were on bye. I thought the Panthers last week played... Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of a couple weeks ago that they had that impressive game. Who did the Panthers beat a couple weeks ago? Pretty soundly. Oh. Oh, Miami. I guess not that impressive. But no. they destroyed Miami. Um, yeah. All right, next game. I think Travis will win.
0: All right. Uh. Well, we got you versus Cybercito. So. Uh, I'm gonna win. Our two co-hosts. Yeah. I- uh, I don't think like Sean. Uh, will Sean get his come to his projected total of 133 points? Will Sean it. get even over 100 um, points?
1: Um, no. Looking at his matchup or his his lineup here, no, he's got a brutal team. Kansas City against Buffalo. He's got Casey's defense, and if they start Nathan Peterman, that could be trouble. Um. No, I don't I I think I've got this one pretty soundly. Yeah. I I agree. Uh I'm gonna get some more Thursday guys. I wonder if there's a Redskin or a giant I can pick up that just to just to play just for fun. It's always fun to have people going on Thursday.
0: I know, that's that's why I'm excited. Uh got at least one game to watch with guys in it.
1: Well I've got dudes and, in uh, the Minnesota kicker apparently. I don't remember getting him, but whatever.
0: Pete, um, <laughs> so I'm pretty that'll sure be the, only, an extra the, only
1: you ever,
0: the only time you ever make changes at, chi- at kicker, when you're blacked out and that's the only way you can stomach it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I'm going to win and I'll lock myself up, fuck it. Uh, well.
0: And all right, well, there's the lock of the week. Let, let's dig at the bottom of the barrel and look at uh, horizontal pass plays versus Motherboy XXX. Uh, I think Nauman, even though he's in seventh place, I think he's gonna he's gonna win this one.
1: Oh yeah, me too. I think he's definitely got more points than uh, like a Motherboy, and he's projected to win. I, he's got yeah, a really I mean, good team. He's got possibly the best quarterback duo. You have a really good one now too. Um. But with Breeze and Wentz, and Le'Veon Bell and Melvin Gordon, good running back duo. Yeah, I think kind it's of lacking a- lacking on wide receivers, but oh well. Yeah, I think uh, unless Amari Cooper has another one of his forty point explosions, or Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley's going to get his, but so will Le'Veon Bell. You think, especially against that garbage, terrible Packer team.
0: And I think uh, Josh has the highest projected point total this week by Yahoo standards, so uh, he probably will keep continuing that.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think Namin will win.
0: All right, and uh, looking at a couple good old boys, Chubby Grumple Pigskins, and Executive Branch, and
1: oh no, these two have to play each other. It's a lovers' yeah. feud.
0: It is. Uh, I think they'll probably just rub bellies and sit down and hold hands, watch these games.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if McRoom just puts all of his players to the bench and just lets lets Howard win this one. Uh, it's I, it, just it, a conflict of interest for these two. They shouldn't it, be playing each other. Oh, this it, is sad.
0: It was interesting. Howard thought he was out of it a few weeks ago, and then uh, oh, yeah, he
1: very he, much did.
0: When Deshaun Watson went out, and now you know Case Keenum's been doing fine for him. Alex Smith really hasn't been doing all he can lately, but. You know, Howard's still in this, very much so. I mean, he's in third place. He could very well make the playoffs. and uh, well, Absolutely, yeah. But McBroom might be trying to flip places with him right now. And uh, if he wins, then McBroom seems to have that playoff spot for the time being.
1: Yeah, well, I I've predicted that they both make the playoffs. And uh, let's see. I think McBroom would have to win this one. And then, I don't know. I still think they both make the playoffs because I think they both have good teams. Latavius Murray, we gave Howard a whole bunch of shit about Latavius Murray, but uh, he's been really strong the last couple weeks. Scored twice last week. Probably won't get that against Detroit's defense. Although Jordan Howard ran all the fuck over Detroit's defense. And Tariq Owen did, too. The Bears, as a team, ran for over 200-something yards. So, maybe the Vikings follow that blueprint and run with... uh, their their lesser version of the Rumble Pack, which is Howard and Cohen, and uh, theirs is Murray and McKinnon. So I don't know. We'll see. That, that's going to be a really fun game Thursday morning.
0: Yeah, Howard's, uh, <laughs> Howard's just, I think, two balls deep into his own team by playing the Minnesota defense against Detroit, but we'll see. I think Stafford, you know, throws three touchdowns. He has been, you know, just uh, just a stud on Thanksgiving Day. Just gobble, 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 gobble. All I think he gets that that turkey trophy, and uh, I don't think Minnesota wins this one. So neither will Howard and Chubby Rumpel Pigskins will uh, prevail.
1: Uh, you're gonna go with Broom. I'm gonna go with Howard. Then. Not that, it, not that uh, we keep track of this.
0: Nope, but uh, we yeah, do our locks though,
1: right? Yeah. What a, do you know? Yeah, what a, yep. What's up? Are, are you gonna? I thought you were gonna read off what our records as The lock of the week are.
0: Oh well, I let me pull that up while you start talking about our first place, Seven Costanza.
1: Face police. All right, yeah, we got Seven Costanza face police. Brett versus Vaughn, and uh, I'm definitely rooting for Vaughn. Um. So I just hope Vaughn wins. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. We don't need to go into this too much. Brett Brett is projected to score higher, even though he's got Chris Thompson putting up a goose egg right now in the projections. Uh I don't know. There's nothing really much to say. I think Kenyon Drake has a big game for for uh, Starberry and the face police take this one. Hopefully hopefully Devonta Freeman is still out so that uh one, Sean Carr can't play him against me. And two, Tevin Coleman gets all the touches and scores a lot for uh, Dr. Starbury.
0: I'm hoping for the Starbury upset here so we can just see some more uh, turmoil in the league and uh, just to keep everything interesting. And as I look up the records, Pete, you're four and four in your locks of the week. You uh, <laughs> foolishly bid on a tie last time we discussed these and well we know that didn't happen. Oh, uh, no. But I am yeah. three and five, so you're you're just slightly beating me there and and you said your your lock of the week is, is yourself for this week? Yeah. Alright well uh, I'm gonna follow in the same vein and go lock myself in as a winner of the week. Alright.
1: All right. I like it. Um yeah. I had some good Iowa questions this week, but uh, we, we don't have the tech to throw Nauman in there, so I'll just save them for, for next week.
0: And uh, the, the elusive sex question will be coming as well. Oh, for, yeah. Um, oh, no pun intended, but it's coming.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's coming hard. Oh, hard and yeah. fast.
0: All right, Pete, what are you looking forward to eating tomorrow what, what, before we wrap up? Turkey
1: skin, baby. I sit around and I munch that turkey skin until I can't eat anymore. We got two turkeys, and uh, I'm the skin boy. I just drape myself in turkey skin and then lick it off my body as we eat dinner.
0: Do you like the leather face of turkey?
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: I'm the turkey skin boy. I get yelled at every Thanksgiving.
0: (laughs) Because there's none left for anybody else.
1: Well, no, I'm just apparently a nuisance when they're cutting the turkey in the kitchen and I just keep on grabbing the turkey skin.
0: Well, don't lose a finger.
1: No, I won't. I'm way too fast. <laughs> Turkey skin gives you speed.
0: Oh, yeah. The it makes you trip. very slippery. <laughs> I bet. I'll, I'll grease up.
1: Yeah, if a, nice, if a knife even made contact with me, it'd probably just slip right off.
0: I just imagine you like that that character in the Family Guy that, Grease up, Jeff Guy! Run it <laughs> <off." laughs> <laughs> just, just slipping around the kitchen and uh, oil, all oily from the, the turkey skins you've been lathering yourself with.
1: I just like to think of myself as Cartman in that episode, that uh, he eats all the KFC skin while everyone else goes and helps unload the groceries. He's just like, <laughs> And then the, that's one of the better ones, too. Is, and then they, they pretend that he's dead and that no one everyone ignores him except oh, for yeah, Butters. That is, that is really good. And he tries, to, he tries to make up for all the sins that he's done.
0: <laughs> so people don't see him again.
2: Um, yeah. He <laughs> thinks he's a ghost.
1: That's where uh, the Cartman that started the fire at SAE all those years before, um, that little figurine I forget who even gave that to me. We did a Secret Santa once, and that somebody gave me that. But the quotes that uh, were stored in that little Cartman figurine were all from that episode. I think it's like, "Well, I'm gonna go sit on the toilet and read comic books." <laughs> I forget all the other ones, but that was a good one. Uh, yeah. Well, what are you looking forward to? What's what's your favorite uh, Thanksgiving? Uh, dish? I
0: mean, I love the meats. I'm all about the meats, but I really like the the sides and uh, the veggie sides, the casseroles. Uh, oh, I've got yeah. a garlic garlic mashed casserole that's coming up. Uh, green bean casserole, really like. And uh, I'm trying my.
1: What is a garlic mashed casserole?
0: I don't know. Uh, my Mona, uh, she said that she's preparing something like that, garlic mash, So I'm, I'm guessing there's some kind of crusting on the top, uh, and a slab of mashed potatoes with garlicky, buttery goodness inside.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love garlic mashed potatoes, and I expect to get some of those myself. I just, I, I don't know if I've seen a mashed potato casserole. I'd be curious. Uh, well, give us an update on that, because I'm, I'm interested in this.
0: I will. I'll, I'll send a snap out. And, uh, and then we're also, uh, I'm a little bit of a cook, uh, well, a lot better than Sean is. Don't ever let him tell you otherwise. And. No, I know. Uh, uh, we are we dabbled though. Julie and I dabbled this year in making a cinnamon roll apple pie. So, uh, very excited to see how that okay. turns out. We're gonna bake it today and make sure it gets nice and cooled off for tomorrow, and then reheat it a little bit before serving. So, is there I'm gonna
1: excited. be a, a frosting glaze atop it?
0: Oh yes, the glaze is the best part. I mean, yeah. cinnamon is delicious. But you need to have that, and it's got a it's got a, a crust of cinnamon rolls on the bottom, like that's the pie crust. Then you got your yeah. granny, granny Smith's inside with the cinnamon and sugar, the brown sugar. And then on top is like a buttery uh, uh, flour-brown sugar mix. So it has that nice crumbly top. And then the, the glaze over
1: that. So, Perfect. It's going to be cool. I like that. I don't like hot fruit, but uh, I would pick around the hot apples and eat the rest of that.
0: And maybe Absolutely we won't right reheat up. it. We're going to cook it. We're going to bake it today because you want to let it sit so all the juices
1: don't just run out when you cut it. So yeah, it may be cool and uh, a little, no, you gotta, you gotta get it some warm, mm. some warm. Actually no,
0: no French vanilla. This is an American holiday.
1: We're just going to go straight plain vanilla, vanilla bean, ice cream, ice cream on top. Oh yeah. Well then you definitely got to make it a little warm. The the pie thing. Yeah. It, it Whatever way it comes out, it's going to be good. So Yeah.
0: Looking forward to that. Looking forward to family and football and fantasy and feasting.
1: Yep. The quad Fs. Yeah. right.
0: Thanks for joining us. Hope people can uh, listen to this and on your way and uh, hope everybody should find something to be thankful for. Uh, We love you guys and love you Pete and love doing this.
1: Love you guys. Love you Ben. Have a happy, safe Thanksgiving everyone if you're traveling somewhere and all that stuff.
0: And we we will, uh, well, we'll see you all on the flip side, and good luck in your league.
2: On the flippity-flip.
1: I'm Pickle Rick.
2: All right. Good pod. Great pod. Great pod.